Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I am so happy that we are able to come up on the air, and, well, praise the Lord. I'm happy about this, too. And uh, I want to thank the Lord for his goodness. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, I want to thank all of you who have um, have made a donation, anonymous or not, uh, as we have uh, posted in the chat room for you. I want to thank you for your kindness and your love. Um, you know, the Bible says that we will know that you are Christians. They'll know you're Christians by your love. Amen? They will know that we are Christians by our love. So I want to encourage you to do that, that um, that God would have you to do, and know that you've been obedient. That's really all it takes is to know that you've been obedient and that God is pleased, and that others are blessed. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. It's a great day in the kingdom. It's a great day in the kingdom, in Jesus' name. I'm trying to type something right now while I'm talking to you. So I'll be done in about a second. And I'm done. Yes! Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Bill. Now, saints, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing, and we're glad in it. You know, it's a a privilege and an honor and a grace to be used of God. To tell you the truth, we're all just dust. That's really what we are, dust that he blew the breath of life into. And for God Almighty to decide, well, I'm going to do something with this dust that I've made, and I'm going to give it responsibilities (coughs) and opportunities to serve me and to serve others and to display my love to people who don't know me or people who don't know me as well as they do. It's a privilege and an honor and a grace. And sometimes we don't think of it that way, but it is. It's a blessing to be a servant in the house of God. It is. If nobody tells you thank you, it's and you know I tell you thank you, but if nobody tells you your th- thank you, God's heart does. And there's a reward for you when you leave the earth. And there's some reward for you while you're here. 
Amen. Don't ever think that some act of kindness that you have done goes unnoticed. In fact, when I was uh, driving down the street yesterday, I noticed that the man from the electric company from JA was out on the holiday working in the heat. It was hot yesterday. Working in the heat because the lights weren't working at the intersection. The traffic lights weren't working. And though I couldn't say anything to him at the time, I thank the Lord for him and others like him that were willing to come to work on a holiday and help people so that there wouldn't be fewer accidents at the intersection. I know this isn't something we think about every day sometimes. Sometimes we're too caught up. But every time we get an opportunity, we need to thank the Lord for the people who have chosen to be servants in our communities to help us. Amen? They've chosen to be servants to help us. Amen? They've chosen by their profession by their trade, they've chosen to be servants, and they're needed to help us to live life the way we do. If there were no people to handle the sewer system, if there were no people to handle the telephone system or the Internet system or all the other different systems that we have going, our lives would not be the way they are now. There's got to be somebody who's willing to serve, who's willing to lay down their life, and chances are many of them don't get paid enough, but somebody's giving so someone else can be blessed. Amen? Somebody's sacrificing somewhere so that someone else can have a benefit. And that's the way God has set up life. And although we don't think about it that way very often, it's important. It's important all over the world. Because if people didn't give their lives and dedicate their lives to do their vocation in order to help people, we wouldn't have society as we know it. You know, I've been to other countries where they don't work around the clock like we do. And so when they come to visit here, they say, but you all just work, 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 work all the time. Well, yes, we do work around the clock. We work all the time. But look at our society. Yes, it's got bad parts, a lot of them. But we have a strong society. We can get on a plane and go where we need to go most of the time, not necessarily on time, but you eventually get there. We've got transportation. We have communication. The basic needs of life are met because somebody somewhere is serving. Somebody is laying down their time. That means their life because, you know, you don't, they don't get that time back. 
somebody's working, doing something to help us all the time. So today, I'd like for us to thank the Lord for all of those servants. Amen? I'd like for us to thank the Lord for all of those servants. If if there were no servants, we couldn't have an Internet so that we could meet in the airways this way. Think about that. There are servants everywhere, and they need to be appreciated and treated well. Sometimes they don't treat us so well because they've had 10 other people that didn't treat them well at all. Amen. And it's the truth. I've worked with the public, and the public can be a humdinger sometimes. And usually you can tell when it's a full moon because that's when they're the worst. Hello. (laughs) I'm just telling the truth. Everybody that's worked with the public knows that it's so. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for all the service personnel all over the world doing their job with responsibility a sense of duty, a spirit of excellence, to help people that they have never met and never will meet. We want to thank you for them, Lord. We don't want to just be greedy consumers. We want to give thanks to you for them. We ask you to keep them healthy. Amen? We ask you to keep them healthy. We ask you to lift the burden of stress. Amen. Some of them work in pain. I know. I've been one of them. They work in continual pain in their bodies while they're working all day long. Lord, help them. Help them. Some of them. They don't know what their children are doing at home because they're busy on a job trying to serve you. Lord, there are all kinds of people with all kinds of vocations, many of them just doing what they can do to be a servant and to be a help toward us. Let them know. Let them know, Lord, that we appreciate them. Now, you know, Lord, they've got all kinds of days on the calendar now, National Donut Day and National Cupcake Day. But that's not the day that I'm talking about. This is National Thanksgiving Day, and it comes every day. Because you said in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. So, Lord, I want to ask you to bless those people, bless their hands, bless their minds, bless their back and their feet. Bless them to be able to go to the restroom at least twice a day. I know a lot of times I came in, stayed 14 hours, and went to the restroom when I got home. Amen. Help them. Give them the patience they need to deal with the people, the many different kinds of people 
they have to deal with. Amen. Help them to know what to say, Lord. When they are busy doing something and they turn around and say, yes, ma'am, can I help you? And it's standing there looking like a man, and you know it's not a man. Okay, Lord, they need help with that nowadays. Yes, they do. Thank you, Lord, for all the many extra things they do to help people and to make the job a better place, to make the workplace a better place that nobody pays them for and nobody gives them credit for but you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Help them, Lord. Some of them work outside in the heat. Some of them work inside in the heat. All of them have stress, but, Lord, help them. Release your grace to them, Lord. We need them, and many of us are them. So we want to thank you. We want to thank you, Lord. Some of them firmly believe that they have thankless jobs, but today we are thanking you for them. And we ask you to express our thanksgiving to them. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen, saints. Amen. If you feel like nothing you have done all day was right, You just did something right. Amen? You know, God is so gracious to us. He's so kind. He's so giving. And I want to thank him for that. I want to thank him for that. He's so kind and so gracious. And whatever is bothering us, he'll take care of it if we trust him. Now, saints, uh, I'm still praying for LM's family, for Brother Steve's family, and I know that you are too. And there are other members of our church family that are undergoing that kind of situation. The person may not have, um, have left the earth yet, but they know that that's approaching. I want you to keep them in your prayers as well. Many of you have experienced um, the transition of a close loved one. I've gone through it so many times, I stopped counting after 20. So I want to encourage all of you that, yes, you can get through it. Yes, it is a process. Yes, there are different phases to it. But if you keep yourself focused on Jesus Christ and his strength in you, his joy, his love in you, when the waves of grief come, you'll be able to praise the Lord if all you can do is keep saying, singing, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Don't spend your time sobbing over what woulda, coulda, shoulda. You can't change the past. It is what it is, and it's over with anyway. It's one and done. 
All you can do at this point is thank the Lord for what was good. Hold fast that which is good. You can't fix the rest. You can't change another person. They are what they are, and they are who they are. Amen? You can love them into the arms of Jesus. And that's really what you ought to do. You ought to love them into the arms of Jesus. If they don't want to go to Jesus, they have a choice. They have a free will. God gave them one. You can't manipulate it. You can't contrive salvation. They've got to want it for themselves. They've got to go after it for themselves. We are allowed to witness. We are allowed to pray. And that's about all we really can do. So when you witness, when you pray, uh, reach back there where the back of your neck is and pull that monkey that you put on the back of your neck off and throw him wherever to the feet of Jesus. Reach right back there and snatch his little self off because you're the one that put him there. You're the one walking around with this guilt complex and all these other complexes that you have accumulated over time. You need to reach back there, snatch them off, and fling them right to the feet of Jesus. Because Jesus didn't give you any of that to have it. Amen. You're supposed to have peace in your soul. Peace in your mind, joy even in suffering. There is a joy that supersedes grief and sorrow and mourning and loss. There's a joy that comes forth if you allow it to. All right? So let me tell you, if it was your best friend, and you all fell out about three years ago and haven't talked to each other. And there's nothing you can do but pray for their soul and thank the Lord for his intervention. Do that and keep on praising Jesus. You can't change folks. Amen? You're having a hard enough time cooperating with God while he's trying to change you. <laughs> and that's the truth that we all know. You can't change people. You can't make them see it your way. You can pray that they do, and that's all you can do. Once you've done that, your hands are clean. Amen? Part of this that only they can do, and you cannot do it for them. Amen? Well, my mama died before I knew the Lord, and I don't know if she's in heaven or if she's in hell. Well, guess what? You haven't got time to worry about that. you got time to keep yourself in line with the Lord so whenever your time comes, you'll go to be with the Lord. Amen? The rest of that, it's, it's out of your lane. It's in another lane, and it's not in your lane. So, like, leave it alone. Amen? It's not in your lane. <laughs> Stick with what's in your lane. Your lane is pretty crowded with you in it. <laughs> Amen? Your lane is pretty crowded with just you. <laughs> Can't hop from lane to lane. It doesn't work that way. 
So get off your own back. Okay, you made mistakes. They're under the blood now. We've done enough repenting. They're under the blood now. Leave them alone. They need to be under the blood. Let them stay there. There isn't anyone who came this way that made no mistakes except Jesus. Everybody else got to make some. Amen. If you're a saint, they went under the blood. Let them stay there. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. God is so good. We get to start afresh with him every day. Everything that came before, we can say, well, that's over with now, and it's under the blood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Whatever I did wrong, I thank you for forgiving me. I forgive everybody else for everything they did. Whoever I need to forgive, even if I don't know about it yet, I forgive them now. And go on. And live in peace and joy. It's ridiculous to sit here and be miserable all the time because it could be your last day. Why would you want to spend it being miserable when you could spend it being joyful? Amen? Amen. I knew you'd agree with me. I knew you would agree with me, thanks. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So I have this scripture to read. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope in God. For I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. Hope in God. God, There's hope in God all the time. We've talked about can't find it anywhere else. You can find it in the Lord. And sometimes you really can't find it anywhere else. Heavenly Father, thank you for being our shepherd. Even when we're called upon to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil. Why would we fear evil when we know we're going to be with Jesus? Let's be serious. This is wonderful. For you are always with me. Your rod and your staff bring comfort to me. You are the God of all hope, Father. And we will find our hope in you. Simply expressing this to you in prayer lifts the hopelessness that we've been feeling. Thank you, Lord God. Father, whatever our problems are in our household, in our home, even if we live alone and we're having problems in our home, we lift them to you now. We cast the burden of our care upon you right this moment because we know you care for us and you love us, and you'll take care of it if we'll get out the way. Thank you, Lord. Back in my name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Lord, we're going to be truthful for a moment here. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But we're going to be truthful. And we're going to confess the depression that we've been experiencing to you, Lord. We're going to tell you the truth. And in doing so, we express our desire to forsake it and to put it behind us forever. 
We thank you for lifting us up from the miry clay and setting our feet upon the solid confidence of your holy word. Thank you, Lord, for the word. With your help, we will not give in to anger and depression any longer. With your help, with your grace, by your power, we will not give in to anger and depression any longer. Amen. Instead, we make the commitment to hope and trust implicitly in you. Lord, through your grace, we will trust in you with all our heart, and we will endeavor to never lean unto our own understanding again, because we don't know everything. In all our ways, we will acknowledge you, and we know you will direct our path. Lord, you are the God of my strength. There is never a reason for me to mourn or to be depressed because of the enemy's oppression. No, we can give it right back to the enemy. You've taught us that, Lord. So instead of succumbing to depression, Father, we will go to you because you are our exceeding joy. You are the glory and the lifter up of our heads. The Bible says so. You are the glory and the lifter up of our heads and the help for our countenance. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We thank you for the exceeding joy that Jesus Christ died on the cross for us to receive. Thank you. We receive that joy. And in setting our will towards you, Father, we will praise you at all times. We will praise you at all times. Thank you, Lord. Father, the Bible tells us that we should always praise you. So there really are two times to praise you. When we feel like it, when we don't, and when we should have done it anyway. Thank you. Amen. Whenever we get a headache, it's time to praise you. Whenever we feel confused, it's time to praise you. Whenever we feel ourselves getting angry, it's time to praise you. Whenever we feel ourselves being rejected, it's time to praise you. Whenever someone disappoints us, it's time to praise you. We want to thank you, Lord, as we praise you just before the breakthrough, as we praise you through the breakthrough, as we praise you after the breakthrough. We praise you, Lord. We praise you because we found the sugar that we were looking for the other day. We haven't found the cookies that we hid from ourselves, but we did find the sugar. Praise you, Lord. We want to thank you, Lord, because you are so good to us. You are so very, 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 very good to us. We could not be in better hands. Because no hands are as strong as yours, as mighty as yours, as powerful as yours, and as loving as you are. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen, Saint. Through faith in your word, we thank you for setting us free from all depression. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm very happy about that. I'm very, very happy about that. I hope you're happy too. Because you can be happy in the Lord whenever you want. You know, in the book of Acts, Paul had to go before these rulers, kings and queens and high government officials. And he said, I think myself happy. Well, that's an excellent example because we can do it. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, we can do it. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can do it. If your spouse is acting flaky, thank the Lord. If your spouse is acting flaky, praise the Lord. If your children are acting flaky, thank the Lord. If your children are acting nutty, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. God knows what to do. He just gives us opportunities for us to praise the Lord. Amen? Let's take every available opportunity and praise him. Amen, 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 amen. So you reached into the refrigerator for something you left? Gone. Somebody else ate it. Praise the Lord. They ate the ice cream before you could get to it. Praise the Lord. Amen. God will give you some more. He gave me some the other day. I was on my way to go visit somebody, a saint, that had gotten sick. And I wanted to take her some ice cream. And God showed it to me in the grocery store because I wasn't even looking for that. I was busy trying to do something else. And I said, let me get it. And then he made a way for me to go visit her and to sit down with her and enjoy her company while we ate ice cream. that wonderful? See, God is wonderful all the time. If you keep thanking the Lord and praising him and blessing others, he just keeps on blessing you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. God will make things right. He'll make things right for you. He will. He does it all the time. Just keep on loving. The love will keep coming back to you. Press down, shaken together, running over. Will men give love into your bosom? So you just keep right on. Keep right on loving God. Keep serving him, keep praising him, keep trusting him, keep being obedient. It's the best thing. It's going to make the devil mad, by the way, but who cares about the devil anyway? We have authority over him. Amen. We have authority over him. He had his opportunity. If he wanted to make good of it, he'd still be in heaven, but he didn't have sense enough to do that. So we're not going to let him rain on our parade. Amen. 
praise the Lord. We're going to trust the Lord with all of our hearts. We're not going to be know-it-alls. No, we're going to allow him to direct our path, and we're going to be blessed. Father, we want to thank you for the armor. Only love would give us armor. Thank you, Lord. We want to thank you, Lord, that we're covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you that you've made us the head and not the tail. And no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. Lord, sometimes we have thoughts that are not nice. And so we're going to ask you for some more grace. You say you give us plenty of grace. And we ask, Lord, that you'll begin to take away the bad thoughts and put good thoughts in their place. We're going to ask you, Lord, to take away the bad thoughts and to put good thoughts in their place. Help us to overcome, Lord. We want to praise you. We want to praise you. Amen. We want to praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're our shepherd, so we don't have anything to worry about because you have already supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We can cast down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We can bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We know you love us, Lord. You're causing us to walk in divine health. You're healing our diseases because by your stripes, Lord Jesus, we have been healed. Yes, we have. We have been healed. We want to thank you, Lord, for destroying curses in our lives. You've destroyed all kinds of curses, sickness, idolatry, hatred, unnatural act for virgin, infirmity, error, witchcraft, bondage, variance, discord, disputes, quarreling, envies, jealousies, striving. Seeking to surpass and outdo others, wrath and fierceness, turbulent passion, determined and lasting anger, strife, angry disputing, and all kinds of other things. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It feels so good to be free. It feels so good to be free. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We bind Satan, the strong man, and all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. Because Jesus said to do so. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. 
We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep, in Jesus' name. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, shaming them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them authority, dominion, and power over all witchcraft attacks. Every single one of them in the name of Jesus. Whatever was done on the high days, we send it right back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We reject it. We raise the shield of faith, and we send it back in Jesus' name. We destroy, break down, and tear down any walls that have been erected against us in the name of Jesus, and we return it all to wherever it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We bind the sources of our witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We send all the attacks back where they came from in the name of Jesus. We bind all trafficking demons, force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks, designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. We bind all trafficking demons, listeners, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, and technology demons, and their attacks. All Leviathan spirits and their attacks brainwashing, kundalini spirit, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, sorcery devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, all seducing, womanizing, drone spirits, Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. Yes, we bind you in Jesus' name. Fordham spirits in their attack. All the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in their attack. All targeted radio frequency weapons in their attack. Microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks. Thank you, Lord. Hypnotic, trans devils, their attacks, mystic rituals, their intent. Binding on microwave frequency weapons, 5G and their components, everything coming from outer space, everything coming from the satellite, everything coming from the cell towers, and any other transmitter. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And any other transmitter and our electronic devices in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power of the work of the devil, and we break his powers in Jesus' name. We bind and overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind the work of every druid. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, 
Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, Islander, all global cabals, all global cabals, all coven of any kind, witches, warlocks, wizards, whatever they may be, and any others, all Santeria, all shamans, all Obeda men, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, tribal witchcraft, all occult activity. Break it, break it, break it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, sir. I perceive by the Spirit of the living God that breakthrough is in the air. Breakthrough is here. Woo. Receive it by faith. Breakthrough is here. Receive it by faith. Breakthrough is here. Receive it by faith. The enemy has been pushing back, but Jesus has given us the victory. Jesus has given us the victory. Put your hands together for Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. Ah, oh, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intents. We overturn and empty the cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic, all Islander magic, all Chinese magic, Russian magic, Ukrainian magic, Pakistanian magic, Arabian magic, all of their witchcraft and voodoo and hoodoo and occultic activity. Theft of any kind we bind in Jesus' name. We bind the thief. We bind the robber. We know who he is, and we command him to return everything he has stolen plus his whole house in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, indigenous groups, Wicked groups, government groups, government groups. We bind you too in the name of Jesus. All you working wickedness. We bind you too in the name of Jesus Christ. You are bound. Illuminati groups. Oh, Thank you, Lord. Amen. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the uh, culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. 
or shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind all lizards in Jesus' name. We bind the lizards in the name of Jesus. We bind all transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit, every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in Jesus' name. We bind mammon and his agents. And we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, track, defile, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, corrupt, undermine, and despise, reproach and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus Christ. We return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal, retribution, Counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person are in right behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website. Hallelujah. Returning all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, spells, and curses. Returning all Nigerian witchcraft, all tribal witchcraft, all Chaldean witchcraft, all Spanish witchcraft, any culture witchcraft. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. Binding superficial religious acts in Jesus' holy name. Binding all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art. Oh, there it is. Amen. Mystic rituals, devils attending the New Age movement, the New World Order, the Great Reset, Make-Believe, and Fantasy. Amen. Fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religion, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, 
and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. You're bound in Jesus' name. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents. We cut off his seven heads in the name of Jesus. We break his death roll in the name of Jesus Christ, and we confine him. We break the power of his sweeping tail in the name of Jesus Christ. We confine him to the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root-worthy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, idle mind, unfocused mind, Confused mind, a rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Polyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, on and all false deities, in Jesus' name. Mammon. Atlas, Baphomet is 72, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness, send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the works, the rituals and rites of every Masonic ritual, vow, ceremony, pledge, pact, our agreement in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your power. Your power is in the name of Jesus. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, and Freemasonry. And we bind the works of all the associated organizations and their rituals as well in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. It shall not have any dominion over us. Sin shall not have dominion over us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. We break the power and undo all the works of all the demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We bind all the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft 
back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We bind the rituals of every secret society. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy, we will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us to be bound and leave us now in the name of Jesus. And whatever you brought, it goes back with you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan or any other place in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus Christ and our mode of transportation, even if we're just walking. Amen. We thank you and take authority and dominion over animals, demons, objects, whatever they may be, even poor driving. That is in our way, in Jesus' holy name. Thank you for protecting us, Father. Thank you for opening our eyes to see in advance. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus and take authority over all the demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We command them to stay away in the name of Jesus. Pizza dreams included. We bind the pizza in the name of Jesus. We bind the indigestion, too. Thank you, Lord, for protecting us. Thank you for keeping us alive. Thank you for defending us against our enemies. We pull out, in the name of Jesus, every voodoo pen, every fiery dart, pen, needle, spear, whatever came from the demonic realm, we send it back now, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Throw it all out. Pull it out. Throw it out, in Jesus' name. We destroy all ungodly silver cords, ley lines from ourselves, all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all of the forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, nanotechnology, globalists, shamans, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in Jesus' name. We destroy the power of all charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, charms, fetishes, or witchcraft, death, bewitchments, potions, brain frequency meditations, all mind control, all mind control, voodoo, magic, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, 
psychic warfare, psychic power, incense and candle burning, chanting ungodly blessings, hoodoo, crystals, root work, everything, all tribal rituals and sin and everything being sent against us from the demonic realm. We send it back in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We break the power of any influence that strengthens witches, warlocks, or wizards in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your power to them, the power from flowing to them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the demons that come to reinforce their evil in Jesus' holy name. We put you into the spiritual cage and send you to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We return the spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, that you're sending against us. It's yours now. It's not ours. Jesus didn't give that to us. Spirits of blindness, bondage, hate, and fear, we send that back in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for breaking the yoke of bondage because your yoke is easy and your burden is light. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your grace, your mercy, your peace upon your people. We thank you for covering us with the blood of Jesus. We're drinking 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 the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise, and we release the peace of God over the members of Miracle Internet Church in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, saints, tonight our featured psalm comes is Psalm 12. Psalm 12. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 13, verses 37 to 40. Our featured ebook is The Spirit of Mammon. Marine demon. Amen. So, tonight we're going to talk about in his hand. In his hand. In his hand? Yes. That's where we are. Saints, what does God do when we are gushing forth with sin and corruption? What does God do? Well, there are a lot of different things God can do, but we're going to talk about <coughs> one of the outstanding things that he does. What does he do when we are all inflected, infected, and full of sin, when we are infected and impure with sin, what does God do? What does God do when we try to adorn ourselves in robes of righteousness only to discover that they are but filthy rags? What does God do when we strut on as though life could not be finer. What does God do? No, we are not sinners as we once were, you say. We are saints of God. 
In this we find confidence. Yet few of us call upon his name for mercy. Ah, yes, that is so in the body of Christ. So he must turn away from us and turn us over to our sins. Well, if you won't repent, what else is he to do? We follow our culture instead of our God. So he turns us over to our idols as he turns away from us. But something must be done. Yes, something must be done. He waits for us to cry out to him for deliverance and change. Change. He waits for us to cry out to him for deliverance and change. Yet, there is no sign. Hmm. We've gotten rid of a few demons, and now we think that all is well. My. Hmm. I wonder how that works. So, what shall we do? What shall we do? We go right along, living our own lives, following our own evil paths and thoughts, pretending that we are not in rebellion. That's what we do. That's what happens. We enjoy our addiction to convenience and technology. Amen. That's what we do. That's exactly what we do. Amen. Not that that's what we ought to do, but that is what we do. We seek the life of pleasures and ease. We worship the demons behind those things and pretend that no sin is done. But that's not how God sees it. Amen? That's not how God sees it. He said, well, I don't particularly do those things. Well, the body of Christ does. And we're a part of the body of Christ. You see, you say there are bad things happening in my country, but I didn't do them. No, but you're you're a citizen of that country. You bear part of the responsibilities too. You bear part of the responsibility too. Now, I know when COVID came along, they kept trying to tell us we were all in this together. No, we're all on the earth together. But when your family is hurting, speaking of the body of Christ, you have a responsibility to stand in the gap. 
When your countrymen are in trouble, you have a responsibility to stand in the gap. Amen? We have to all accept that at some point we contributed to the problem, and now we're learning how to contribute to the solution. Even when we didn't realize that we were contributing to the problem, sometimes we did. Amen. Saints, we are called to be on fire for our God. But God says that we need to work on a few things. We talked about this scripture on Sunday. And I'm going to read it to you again. It's in Revelation chapter 3, beginning with verse 14. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy work, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou work cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with thyself, that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Hmm. Interesting. Amen. Some of us say that God, I'm doing okay. The bills are paid. No immediate tragedy is engulfing me. I have most of what I want, and we really do have to play. The Bible 24-7? In other words, I'm doing okay, God. I'm doing okay. I've come through that, that period where it was so hard I had to press, I had to press, I had to press. I'm doing okay now. Do I really have to keep doing all this? And these adjudications, can't, we, we can't change the world. Well, I don't happen to believe that. But things are better, and we're happy. Well, saints, God advises us to realize that we're still wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. But we pay our tithes, you say. We pray. We fast. Saints, we need medicine to heal our eyes so that God can give us back our sight in righteousness. You see, 
all of our values have not yet become his values. Yes, we've changed. Yes, we've grown, and we're growing, and we're blossoming. But we've got a ways to go. And there are some attitudes of heart that God's working on because our values have to become his values. Yes. We must change. Isaiah chapter 64, verse 8. I know you say some of you, well, what did I do wrong now? It's not so much what you've done wrong or not done wrong. It's areas where God's bringing you to grow. See, you've been that way most of your life. And God's saying, okay, we're out here. Put out a sprig here. That's called change. It's a break from the ordinary that you're accustomed to. Break here. Leave there. There's a whole lot more I want to do in you. Let me do it. There's a whole lot more I want to do in your life. Let me do it. Let me do it. But, God, I'm doing okay. I really am doing okay, God. You are. But I've got more that I want from you. Let me do it. Let me do it. Be yielding. Be yielding. Let me do it in you. Really, God? Really. You see, there's more fruitfulness in you, but I've got to bring it out my way. Let me do it. Let me do it. Don't fight. Don't resist. Just let me do it. In Isaiah chapter 64, verse 8, Isaiah chapter 64, verse 8. But now, O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay and thou art potter. And we all are the work of thy hand. We are all the work of thy hand. We all are the work of thy hand. That's what we are. We are the work of his hand. So God said to the prophet Jeremiah, go down to the potter's house. Go down to the potter's house so that you can hear what I'm saying. So that you can hear what I'm saying. Hmm. So Jeremiah, in chapter 18, did as God said. He obeyed and walked to the potter's workshop. When Jeremiah came upon the craftsman, 
he was fashioning some kind of vessel out of a lump of clay on the stone wheel, which was rotating before him. As Jeremiah watched, he realized that the vessel was marred and disfigured. So the potter picked up the clay and pressed it once again into a shapeless form. He went to work. He needed out any air pockets or lumps. He removed unwanted gravel. He moistened his hands, picked up the clay, pressed it once again into a shapeless form. Then he threw it on the potter's wheel and made it again another vessel as it seemed good to the potter to make it. God can remold us if that's what God wants to do. But God, I'm just fine, just the way I am. But God has bigger plans for you. Jeremiah chapter 18, beginning with verse 1. Jeremiah chapter 18, beginning with verse 1. Jeremiah chapter 18, beginning with verse 1. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my word. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheel. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So here comes his answer and solution. He made it again, another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. Can't I do with you and make out of you what I want? But God, I'm doing just fine like I am. But God has bigger plans for you. In this scripture, God was directly addressing Israel. Yet in so doing, he speaks directly to us. Though Israel rested in the very hands of the Almighty God, she was full of unwanted lumps and stones. Saints, so are we. Full of unwanted character traits. Israel's idolatry and her lustful connections with the world and her constant transgression of the law had reached a critical state. So it is with each of us. 
There's stuff in us God's trying to get out of us because he has great plans for us. So the Father has placed us on his potter's wheel. So to make each of us another vessel, as it seems good to him to make it. To create a vessel unto honor, suitable for his indwelling. The God of all truth and justice must reduce us to a formless lump and begin afresh. And begin afresh. Hmm. What's God up to? Well, in verse 6 he says to us, Cannot I do with you as this potter? Can't I reform you, refashion you, take out of you those things that are hindering what my plan is and form you into the vessel of my choosing? Can't I do that with you? Can I? Can I do that with you? You know, it's like this thing. Two can't walk together unless they be agreed. Amen? Two can't walk together unless they be agreed. Amen? In Israel, he worked this change this way. This occurred by the Babylonian captivity and eventual restoration of the Jews. That's how he did it with them. The restored ones returned to Jerusalem full of repentance and cleansed of rebellion. What a beautiful thing to have no rebellion at all. A fresh lump of clay, supple and pliable in the potter's hand. This method of God is also applicable on an individual level. When the attitudes or the lifestyles of certain children of God are unacceptable to him still, except in extreme cases, God will not cast away his dearly beloved. Rather, he takes us in his hand, needs out, That which is offensive casts us again on his potter's wheel to be reshaped. This may involve tribulation, trial, chastisement, persecution, or just the day-to-day pressure of living in this world. But for those who are predestined to be conformed to the image of the firstborn son, Shaped into his image, 
All these things will work together for good. All these things will work together for good. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 28. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 28. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So, saints, God is going to use what he finds available to shape us form us, fashion us, mold us into the image of his son Jesus that we might be used to his glory. You know, I started out talking about what a wonderful thing it is to be used of God. Even if all you do is talk to the same person on the park bench every day, talking about how blessed you are of God. Sooner or later, that word that you keep saying goes into those ears and finds its way into their heart. And so when trouble comes into their life, they remember the good words that you have spoken. You see, God still has some adjustments to make in all of us. He has some things he wants to get out, some grit that's not where he wants it. He wants to do some shaping. He wants to do some molding. He wants to get some bubbles of air out. He wants to give us the design that he has always intended. But you see, he's got to put us back on the potter's wheel. So in the months to come, expect God to do that. We've called out to God, change me, change my life, correct me, correct my life, get me straight, God. You see, we want to be ready when Jesus comes. Establish your authority, your order, and your will in my daily life. Lord, come and reign over us. Deliver me from my fears, Lord. Increase my faith in you. He says, all right, he will. But he's got to put us back on the potter's wheel. So we're going to thank the Lord for it. That's what we're going to do. We're going to thank the Lord for it. Yes. We are. We want to be of honor, not vessels of dishonor. So when the Lord uses whatever it is that he finds to use in our lives to make us what he's always wanted us to be, 
That's what he's going to do. And we need to understand that it's him doing it. Sometimes we look at a situation and we think this is the devil because it's uncomfortable and unfamiliar to us. Sometimes we don't like being stretched a certain way. Every tree says, I don't like growing out limbs. Well, when would it actually be a tree? If a tree says, I I, I just don't like stretching out and becoming and having limbs everywhere. It looks awkward. It looks strange. I've, I've never looked like this before. I was tall and lean, and now I'm, I'm stretching out in every direction, and I'm growing bigger roots. If the trees said that, we wouldn't have the beautiful oak. We wouldn't have palm trees. We wouldn't have the sequoias. So you see, God's got to work his work. And we got to let him do it. We might feel awfully uncomfortable, but you know, once we realize that it's him, calm down and let him do his work. Amen? Amen. So we're going to thank the Lord, no matter what comes our way, because he's in charge of our lives. He's in charge of our destiny. He's in charge of our ultimately becoming what he sent us on earth to become. Amen? So, thank God for progress. Thank God for progress. It's not going to always feel wonderful, but it'll be wonderful in the end. And when you stand before him, you will not be ashamed. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for his goodness to his people. Praise the Lord for his goodness. To his people. Thank you, Lord. Brother Bill, it's that Praise time. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you hear me okay, Pastor? I hear you just fine. Oh, good. I just wanted to make Is sure. Is it raining over there? Ma'am? Is it raining over there? No, it's not raining here. Praise God. Okay, good. Okay. It's just hot, very, very hot. I'm drinking a gallon of water a day. Thank you, Lord, for water is all I can say. (laughs) Well, I have some wonderful praise reports. Let's start out with your praise report. Pastor, I found it. Can you believe it? (laughs) Yay! It says, thank you, Lord, for your strength. I give you praise. I thank you for recovering the missing payment and sending it to the prop and it's properly applied to the account. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that, that you do straighten out the mess they make for us. Thank you, Lord. 
I know you're very happy. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for helping us in everything. All right. Amen. Have a praise. I know. It's awesome, isn't it? AK has a praise report. I was at a swim meet this Saturday and Sunday. Not only did I swim more events than ever, but I also did very well in my races. To make clear how amazing I did, I need to say how a swim meet works. A swimmer will participate in individual races with others of the same age and speed. These races are called heats with the fastest and the oldest going first. The distance of the race is dependent on age from 25 yards to 400 yards. I won a ribbon for fourth place overall out of all the kids who participated in the 50-yard breaststroke, had a medal for third place place in the 100-yard breaststroke. Praise God. I'm very happy. My dad said that I could have done better had the 100 breast not been the last event, and I had not swam the 100 butterfly, the hardest stroke right before that, but I still did amazing, and he had put a prayer request in the prayer room before he had this praise report. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that. I can tell you, I know what happened. Deborah has a praise report. I've been praying for a while for a new chair for my husband, not too expensive. We went to a yard sale, and they had a beautiful leather furniture. I said, maybe we'll come back. I prayed if it was God's will, the furniture would be there when we came back with the truck. They would take a little less. It was a few hours, and they took 700 for the couch and chair. My old furniture, which is pretty new, was not pet-friendly, but this is the nicest furniture I've ever had. Thank you, Lord. I've always told myself I can't have nice things because of kids or pets or shame for my old lifestyle. God was good. Thoughts towards me, and I received this in my life from here on. Praise you, Lord Jesus. That's a wonderful praise report. Now, DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, that everything went well at my cousin's surgery and is going well with the therapy. Thank you for the recent opportunity to evangelize on the phone and some local stores to the employees. And thank you for keeping my property safe when storms come through my area. Amen. Now, Dana has a praise report. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness. Thank you, Heavenly Father. After you gave me insight regarding how to slightly adjust my prayers, I received amazing grace for an issue. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Lena has a praise report. I put my prayers about a job application at the hospital. I was in the ER before, and the recruiter called me for an interview. They hired me at the food department of the hospital. I have so much questions in mind, how and why, etc. But, Lord, I don't have a clue. And the Lord just said, trust in me. So I start on July 17th. Praise you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. That's awesome. Stacy has a praise report. This past Sunday morning before church, I was making breakfast. I started coughing uncontrollably with spasms, which made me suspicious. I looked out the glass breakfast room door. There was a rabbit staring at me in the side profile. 
Rabbits have eyes on sides of their heads as do prey, as many prey animals. I bound that rabbit twice. It disappeared. Suddenly, a bird started flying into the window of the same room, attacking the window. I remember Pastor Sabrina missing in the sermon Sunday. A few minutes later, that when Brother Bill slept, she woke and vice versa. In other words, our church leaders are keeping sentry, protecting our souls. Such a blessed ministry. Saints, the attacks are accelerating, and we're in good hands. I found the bird also, by the way. Yes, that's exactly right, Stacy. Whenever pastor goes to sleep and the Lord wants us to continue praying, he'll wake me up, and we'll pray. Uh, thank you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, Deborah has a praise report. I prayed last night for the backbone of the spirit of divination operating in my family to be broken. I heard one of my sisters may not show up to the family reunion. She does cause a stir. But, Lord, it's your will to make a way for her to attend, humble her, and save her soul. I also had quite the deliverance and a lot of coughing. I praise the Lord for that. Now, Claudette has a praise report. I had not taken melatonin for about a month. I was addicted to it. So thank you, Heavenly Father, for delivering me from it. And I thank you for giving my sister the ability to buy a truck. Of me, I wanted the truck to pay off, and even though it was at the cost of losing the route that was generating income, at least you got the truck paid off and you opened another door for me to generate income. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. You're blessing us. Noel has a praise report. I've been asking God how to make communion, supper, practice right in his sight. He did. God answered my questions and unified my husband and I concerning the communion. Pastor Sabrina had a role in this. Thank you, Pastor, and thank you, Jesus. Now, Noel says, Praise my family and I have been raising a litter of Shih Tzu puppies since Fishu, I'm sorry, since April. I've repeatedly looked into how to sell them legally. Different people would say different things. I was not able to ascertain what laws applied to me. This seemed to be putting a hold on selling the dogs. In fact, one family who wanted to buy one changed their mind today. I finally got through to my local police and county animal control. I know how to sell the pups legally, and there was a recording of the call giving me permission from the government. I pray that the sales will happen quickly and easily, and they're already starting to happen. Praise you, Lord, for that. Now, Joanne has a praise report. The Lord granted my request that the group would win the seats on the board. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you do answer our prayers. And Noel goes on to say, last night I put a simple request for God to uncover things my beloved son had been hiding this morning. It all poured out of his mouth without struggle. Thank you, God, for loving us so much that we cannot hide anything from you. Praise you, Lord. And Noel goes on to say the Supreme Court on Sunday ruled that Harvard 
and UNC race-based affirmative action programs were unconstitutional. Thank you, God, for restoring the proof the truth that a person is eligible for promotions based on their applied ability and work ethic. Praise you, Lord. Now, Maxine has a praise report. I asked for prayer regarding my air conditioner not working. We called a company to come out, and they could not come until after hours. We decided to try another company, and God gave us favor. They were able to come out. For half the price the other company wanted, they were there within three hours. They were honest and only charged us for cleaning out our air conditioner. Thank you, Lord, for your favor and for sending honest people. Yes, the lady across the street, they uh, I'm not even going to go into it, but praise you, Lord, that you do bless us. The lady across the street had so much stolen from her. They told her aunts got into her AC and had made her change it. That just disgusted me when I heard that. But, Lord, we give you praise that you protect us. AK goes on to say he has a praise report. Here's today at summer camp while I was eating lunch, a boy came over to my table and stood behind me and my friends and started saying an inappropriate phrase fast and repetitively. Someone else and me asked him to leave, but he wouldn't stop. So we went over to the coach and told him that what he was going on and the boy, and he removed the boy from the area. Later, while we were playing games, the person who had been sitting next to me during lunch had been the most irritated by that boy, started saying the phrase by accident. Thank you, Jesus, that my mind was covered under the blood of Jesus and the spirit in David was not transferred to me like it was to Sergey, my companion. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. You protect our children. And Laura Ann goes on to say, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for keeping me safe on the road. There was a box truck on the highway that swerved to avoid hitting another vehicle, but it suddenly was literally on two wheels and heading towards our car before our eye before my eyes it landed back on four tires and did not hit us or anyone else there was another truck that almost sideswiped us while attempting to change our into our lane a collision was avoided again hallelujah praise god we made it home safely Thanks to Pastor Sabrina for always including traveling mercies in the opening prayers and Brother Bill's reminder to pray before driving. We did and are alive tonight. God is good. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Dagmar has a praise report. Good morning to all. Thank you so much for your kind post and praising the Lord for what he's done last Sunday. Since conception, the enemy tried to take me out. Sixty years of long suffering ended by the grace and mercy of our Heavenly Father on Sunday. All this torment that made me weary and gullible trusted an NAR group a few years ago as I wanted to get out of torment only to find a living hell. Without the Lord's grace in this ministry and all your prayers, I wouldn't have survived 
I am so overwhelmed about what he's done and about the peace in my mind. All I could pray at times was, Jesus, as I had no strength left, the job season is over. Jesus has pulled me out of the kingdom of darkness. The job season's over, sorry. Jesus has pulled me out of the kingdom of darkness, and everyone will see that he what he has done. He is alive. He is Lord of glory and praise. Go to him. It's all about Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank all of you at MIC. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you, praise you, praise you. Praise you, Lord, for that. Now, Noel has a praise report. I really needed our printer to work, and I had to spend several hours on the phone with an agent in Asia as I've had to before to get assistance. I put in a prayer request. Kevin agreed, and I was able to print a very important time-sensitive document effortlessly. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and grace. And saints, when they start attacking your equipment, bind Bozy, put them in the cage, send them to the feet of Jesus. It always works for me. I know it'll work for you, and it worked for them too. Now, Noel goes on to say, Lord, thank you for the successful successful agreement for the sale of puppy number four. Thank you for teaching me and maturing me. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Just wow. And Claudette says, thank you, Father, for another day. The Feed the Streets was a success. We had a great time. The commissioner came to help and was was nice of him. And Tasha, I pray that you bless him for showing. We give gave out food, clothing, linens, shoes, and played worship music. It was nice. People said we bring food and that we serve. People said we bring food that would be served at a restaurant, and I thought that's what I know would be a good treat. Treat them like I would my family. I, and we put gospel tracks in their bags with their daily bread, and we ask you to bless them, Lord, and I thank you for everyone who volunteered and blessed. Bless them. Everyone was reminded that there is life out in the world. And Noel goes on to pray, pray, praise our first puppy was extremely curious and finds everything to get herself into. She was playing with others when she began to choke on I don't know what. I prayed, and as I made my way over, over to her, I trusted God to use my hands to do whatever needed to be done. She stopped struggling after I did some kind of version of the Heimlich maneuver. Then she let out a huge belt. She belch. She started to breathe and act normally again and is now perfectly fine. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, these are just wonderful, awesome praise reports. The saints are growing, and thank you, Lord Jesus, for setting Dagmar free, for pulling her out of that place that she was, that cage they had her in. We give you praise and honor and glory. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Just wow is all I can say, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you. 
You know, while you were reading those, I thought about that big old oak tree. Well, you know we have a lot of them, but you know which one I'm talking about. Now, what if that oak tree had complained to God? You know, these limbs that you gave me years ago, they're a lot bigger than they were before. They're crossing all over other limbs. There's squirrels running up one side and down the other. There's birds building nests here, people finding shade underneath. They're just too heavy. I just can't carry them anymore. What if we act that way? Pastor, Jesus sent angels to keep that tree off your house every time the wind blew. That was a holla huge oak tree. It was probably 12 foot across and the whole inside was hollow, empty saints. What I'm telling you is I have no idea how that tree kept from falling on our house if it weren't for those angels. That's all I can say, Pastor. Well, Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen. That's the truth. That was a huge... But that tree had been there. That tree was planted long before I was born tree was there when my great uncle was a little boy. It's been there for a long time. Well, it's not there now, but what it was was you. I mean, and when they had to put that man, they had to put him on a crane, a crane, way up in the sky, and he was dangling, you know, like a yo-yo. And I said, I went back to the crane operating guy. I said, do you see what you did to him? You left him hanging in the air, swinging in the breeze. And he laughed and said, oh, he's used to it. I said, but what if something happens to him? He said, he'll be all right. (laughs) I ran from the front yard to the backyard (laughs) while I was trying to get the sermon together looking at the guy to make sure nothing happened. (laughs) But you know, Saint, God's going to make some of us sprout some limbs. It's not going to feel comfortable, and it's not going to look pretty to us. You see, to the tree, it looks like, well, what is this? This limb goes this way, and then it sprouts another part that way, and then it goes this way, and then, what is this? But God's not wrong. In the end, it's a gorgeous oak tree. So because it looks weird to us, doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means we need to be still and let God do his work. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you, Brother Bill, for that. Amen. Amen. Now we get to pray some more. And so we're going to talk about what we're going to present to the righteous judge. Well, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning an Oregon law that forbids recording in public without consent runs afoul of the U.S. Constitution's First Amendment, a U.S. court has ruled. Oregon Law 165.540, 
first enacted in 1955 and subsequently broadened to to bar secret recording of conversations is unconstitutional. Judge Sandra Ikuda, a George W. Bush appointee, writing for the majority in the two-to-one ruling, said, Exceptions to the prohibition include recording at public meetings, such as city council meetings, while a felony that endangers human life is being committed, and by law enforcement officers while performing their job. The law is content-based because certain groups, such as the law enforcement officers, are treated different than others. That means it has to be narrowly tailored for compelling governmental interests or survive a test known as strict scrutiny. Oregon does not have a compelling interest in protecting people's privacy in public places, the majority rules. Even if it did, the law is not tailored enough because Oregon has other laws that cover privacy concerns, such as a law allowing tort lawsuits by people who are recorded without consent. The law burdens more protected speech than is necessary to achieve its stated interest, the judge wrote. The judge also said that the law regulates speech to protect people's privacy, but that many people in public places don't seek privacy. Instead of acknowledging that point, the law treats all speech in public the same. When people talk in public places, the privacy of other individuals is also unwanted, but the law does not incorporate that point, the majority said. They use the example of protesters who may want their conversations recorded in the hope that it will lead to publicity for their cause. Ms. Ikuda was joined by Circuit Judge Carlos B., another George W. Bush appointee. Judge Morgan Christen, an Obama appointee, wrote in a dissent that the law would be upheld because Oregon has a significant interest in preventing the secret recording of private conversations even when those conversations occur in public or semi-public locations. Ms. Christen also said the law is narrowly tailored to serve that interest. Oregon is one of only five states that have laws in places banning recording in public places without consent. The others are Alaska, Kentucky, Massachusetts, and Montana. Many other states explicitly allow recording in public without consent, while five states have no laws in place regarding the matter. The new ruling overturns a previous decision by a lower court. The journalism group Project Veritas challenged the law in 2020, arguing it could result in undercover reporters being criminally charged. People have refused to talk in the past, when being told they were being recorded, the group said, meaning the law prevented reporters from exercising their First Amendment rights. Project Veritas said it would, if not for the law, carry out investigations in Oregon, including probing allegations concerning the state's public records advocate and the spike in violence in Portland. 
Oregon officials had argued that the law is allowed under the Constitution because it is balanced and content neutral. They also said Project Veritas lacked standing to challenge the law because it had not made any recordings in the state that might be affected by the law. The U.S. District Judge Michael Mossman, a George W. Bush appointee, ruled in 2021 against Project Veritas and in favor of the state, finding that the law is content neutral and serves the governmental interest. I find the recording statute satisfies intermediate scrutiny because the statute does not burden substantially more speech than necessary to serve the government's interest in safeguarding individual privacy, he wrote at the time. In the new ruling, the appeals court said Project Veritas had sufficient standing because the group had shown it intended to violate the law and indicated the state law would enforce the law against when it did. We are thrilled that the Ninth Circuit invalidated Oregon's suppression of news gathering today, realizing the law had nothing to do with protecting privacy and everything to do with the suppression of undercover journalism, the Ninth Circuit facially invalidated the law. Benjamin Barr, an attorney representing representing Project Veritas, said in a statement, this ruling helps citizen journalists throughout the state be able to gather the high-value information and report upon it to the public without fear of criminal sanctions by Oregon. As it stands in other areas of the law, whatever one shares in public cannot be deemed private, and recording laws that punish this sort of news gathering should fall by the wayside, Mr. Barr added. James O'Keefe, the founder of Project Veritas, who exited the group earlier this year, said that the law had allowed the government to distort the news gathering process and ban too much effective journalism. The defendants, the Multnomah County District Attorney Michael Schmidt and Oregon Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum, both Democrats, did not immediately respond to requests for comments. So we thank the righteous judge for his adjudications in that matter. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning President Joe Biden will hold Sweden's Prime Minister Ulf Kisterson on Wednesday at the White House as the Nordic country's path to NATO membership remains up in the air. Sweden has expressed a strong desire to join the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, citing heightened security concerns following Russia's invasion of Ukraine last year. NATO decisions, however, are reached through a consensus-based procedure involving all member states. Hungary and Turkey have been the opposing party to Stockholm's application. Hungary's parliament recently decided to put off ratification of Sweden's accession bid until its autumn legislative session, and Turkey is delaying approval of Sweden's request, citing the Nordic country's failure to resolve its security concerns. In a recent interview, Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan she, I can crucify her name, stated that Stockholm should not expect to join the alliance anytime soon. The Turkish government has accused Sweden of being overly accommodating towards certain groups. 
including militant Kurdish groups and individuals linked to a 2016 coup attempt. Recent Quran burning, burning protests, Quran, oh, recent Quran burning protests in Sweden have also enraged Turkey. Whether Sweden's membership in NATO will be a burden or a benefit in terms of a strategic and security assessment is now more than ever open to debate, Turkey's foreign minister said on July 4th during a press conference. While the protests are permitted under Sweden's free speech laws, the country's leaders have denounced the act. Leaders from NATO countries will meet in Lithuania's capital, Vilnius, next week to discuss a critical global security challenge. The summit, slated for July 11th through 12th, will bring together heads of state, military officials, and diplomats from the alliance's 31 member nations at a, at a critical juncture as threats from Russia and China increase. Chris Turson last month expressed his country's desire to join NATO before or during the July summit. Both Sweden and Finland resisted joining the alliance for decades, opting for neutrality and non-alignment. However, following Russia's invasion of Ukraine last year, both countries abandoned those long-standing positions and formally requested membership in NATO. Following months of delay, the Turkish parliament unanimously confirmed Finland's membership on March 30th, allowing Finland to become the 31st member of the military alliance in April. While the European Union's economic and diplomatic tools may be used to force Hungary to withdraw its opposition to Swedish membership, the bigger concern is Turkey, according to the Center for Strategic and International Studies, an American think tank. I think it would be a real failure for the alliance if it's not able to get Sweden over the goal line here. And it's a failure because it's being held up by one member, Turkey, Bergman, director of the Europe, Russia, and Eurasia program at the CSIS said, and during a press briefing about the upcoming NATO summit. The alliance thus far has played very nice with Turkey, but you know now the rubber is sort of hitting the road here, and it really calls into question whether this is an alliance that Turkey belongs to. He added, aside from Sweden, three more countries, Bosnia, her, never mind, Georgia and Ukraine, have stated their aspirations to join NATO. Kiev finally applied to join the alliance last year. However, it's unlikely to join until the war in Ukraine ends. Article 5 of the North Atlantic Treaty establishes the principle of collective defense, which means that any attack on a NATO member shall be considered an attack against all of them. Ukraine's membership would essentially be tantamount to a declaration of war on Russia. So I don't think that that's on the cards. Sean Monahan, visiting fellow in the Europe, Russia, and Eurasia program, said during the briefing. But beyond NATO membership, when the war ends, there is a wide spectrum of views among allies which will need to find some kind of consensus, he said for his adjudications. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning controversial charity Stonewall 
urged the Bank of England to use more gender-neutral terms after praising it for referring to mothers as birthing parents. Bible calls them mothers. Documents show how the central bank received a 12-page feedback report from the LGBT lobby group after it introduced the controversial terminology, which suggests people of any gender can become pregnant. Into its official family leave policy. The report shows how Stonewall awarded and deducted the financial giant points for a place on its 2022 index. The Bank of England ranked number 57 in the UK on the group's top 100 lesbian, gay, bi, and trans inclusive workplaces last year. According to Stonewall's awarding criteria, the bank received a total of 107 points out of a possible 200, with marks deducted for a lack of progress on marginalized or underrepresented LGBTQ plus identities and bi-inclusion and anti-biphobia. The bank also wrapped up referring to gay couples as same-sex spouse and partner in its policies, the documents reveal. The central bank was told that it should use the wording couples regardless of gender in its future family guidelines. However, the bank, which employs over 4,000 staff across the U.K., received praise for its gender-neutral policies that are explicit in protecting people on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity, the report stated. Your family leave and pay document on the whole is great. As already mentioned, we can see that care has been taken to make these policies gender neutral and also explicitly inclusive by using words and phrases such as spouse, partner, and birthing parent, etc., With regards to the former, there is clarification that this includes a same-sex spouse or partner. However, good practice wording is complete, is couples regardless of gender. The bank was also praised for its inclusion of gender-neutral laboratories in a number of its offices, but it was urged by the LGBT group to roll out the facilities in its other U.K. offices. Stonewall also commended the bank for the use of pronouns in staff email signatures, but recommended changing the words preferred pronouns to just pronouns. As it said, this is good practice. It also faced criticism over data collection from employees, including the wording of questions on monitored forms. The feedback report stated your sexual orientation question is not in line with current good practice. We would recommend to not define genders alongside sexual orientation. Example, gay man and gay woman slash lesbian. As this prevents non-binary people being able to self-identify as gay. Also, we would recommend to change bisexual to bi. This is an umbrella term that embraces many bi-identities including pan and ace people. Regarding questions on gender, the bank, which provides an open question to those who prefer to use their own term, was advised to change the wording of its gender option to man, non-binary, woman, I use another term with an open text box, 
and prefer not to say, Stonewall stated. The specific non-binary section will ensure that you can understand the specific experiences of non-binary employees and demonstrate that you are committed to improving non-binary inclusion in the workplace. Stonewall also advised the bank to change the wording of its trans status, question to are you trans, yes, no, unsure, prefer not to say. Well, they didn't put none of your business. The bank has almost, I don't know how much money this is because it's not in dollars. The bank has paid a whole lot of money to the lobby group in four years for a range of LGBT training and membership fees for its diversity champion schemes. In recent years, a number of high-profile organizations have pulled out of the scheme criticism it wields undue influence over some public sector organizations. In 2021, the BBC announced its withdrawal over concerns surrounding impartiality. Police Scotland, the House of Commons, the Equalities and Human Rights Commission, the House of Lords, and whoever that uh, Ofcom have also left. The Bank of England, which failed to make Stonewall's top 100 list in 2023, also offers to pay for its staff to undergo gender reassignment surgeries under its private health care policy. In its trans equality policy launched in 2021, the bank also lays out a non-exhaustive list of behaviors which are considered transphobia. They include speculating about someone's gender, disclosure of someone's trans history without a legitimate reasoning, and dead naming, which it says is use of the birth name or other former name of a transgender or non-binary person without their consent. It also said that misgendering, whether purposefully, persistently, and intentionally using an incorrect pronoun was also considered transphobic. It urged employees to report any incidents of transphobia to senior managers for investigation, to judge for his interventions and adjudications and such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning five Mississippi deputy sheriffs alleged to have been involved in the assault of two men have been fired or have resigned, officials have said. Michael Corey Jenkins, 32, and Eddie Terrell Parker, 35, say Rankin County Sheriff Department of officers entered a home without a warrant in January. They allege they then tased them, assaulted them, and shot one of them in the mouth. Attorneys for the men have called for charges against the officers. Speaking at a news conference on Wednesday, their attorneys and relatives said the fact that five officers were no longer with the department was a sign of progress, but that more needs to be done. Deputies accused of beating and sexually assaulting two black men before shooting one of them in the mouth, prompting a federal civil rights investigation, have been fired, a Mississippi sheriff announced Tuesday. The announcement comes months after Michael Corey Jenkins and his friend Eddie Terrell Parker said six deputies from the Rankin County Sheriff's Office burst into a home without a warrant. Deputies beat them, assaulted them with a sex toy, and shot them repeatedly with tasers in a roughly 90-minute period 
during the January 24th episode, Jenkins and Parker said, attorneys representing Jenkins and Partner held a virtual press conference Wednesday and acknowledged the firings but said they would not be satisfied until justice is done for these families. They're calling for criminal charges to be filed against the six law enforcement officers. Jenkins said one of the deputies shoved a gun in his mouth and then fired the weapon, leaving him with serious injuries to his face, tongue, and jaw. They treated our children as if they weren't even human, said Mary Jenkins, the mother of Mr. Jenkins, who was shot in the incident. It's not enough to fire those deputies because all they will do is go on to another police department and do the same thing. Rankin County Sheriff Brian Bailey announced on Tuesday that deputies involved in the encounter were terminated last week following findings from an internal investigation. He said the deputies, whose names he declined to provide, had previously, had been, had previously been placed on administrative leave. We understand that the alleged actions of these deputies have eroded the trust of the public in our department. Rest assured that we will work diligently to restore that trust, Mr. Bailey said. The Rankin County Sheriff's Department later told the BBC that some of the five deputies involved in the incident had already resigned before this week's announcement and the remaining ones fired. Bailey's announcement also follows an Associated Press investigation that found several deputies who were involved with the episode were also linked to at least four violent encounters with black men since 2019 that left two dead and another with lasting injuries. Deputies who had been accepted to the Sheriff's Office Special Response Team, a tactical unit whose members receive advanced training were involved in each of the four encounters. Earlier this year, the U.S. Department of Justice announced it was conducting an investigation into the Sheriff's Department over civil rights violations, including the incident with Mr. Parker and Mr. Jenkins and other violent encounters with black men. Attorneys for Mr. Jenkins and Mr. Parker, who are both black, have said six white deputies were involved in the incident. They say a sixth officer from another agency may have been involved. We affirm today that Brian Bailey has made an inch of progress, but under his leadership, we've seen one of the worst occurrences of public brutality that sets the standard for police misconduct, Shabazz said. Shabazz said Jenkins and Parkin angered that the names of the deputies were not publicly released and the identity and whereabouts of the sixth law enforcement officer involved are unknown. He blamed Bailey for a pattern of covering up. The mother of Michael Corey Jenkins, Mary Jenkins, said Wednesday that the unnamed fired deputies should be prosecuted and barred from working for other law enforcement agencies. They are here to protect and serve. But who is going to protect us from them, Jenkins said. They're unfit. They treated our children like they aren't even human. Trent Walker, a Mississippi attorney representing the families, called on Bailey to release the names of all the deputies involved, including the sixth person he believes may have been working with another agency. If they were involved enough to be fired, there's no reason to keep covering for them by failing to release their names, Walker said accusing the deputies of launching a cover-up with an inaccurate 
police record. They started covering up that night, he said. Adding the department should have taken months to fire months to fire the deputies. They have called on the sheriff department to release the names. Mr. Jenkins and Mr. Parker have filed a federal civil rights lawsuit seeking four hundred million. The um, the sheriff department in damages. I found it. Deputies claim that on January 24th, they carried out a raid in response to a drug, a report of drug activity at the home in Braxton, Mississippi. Mr. Jenkins and Parker alleged that the deputies entered the home without a warrant and after turning off their body cameras. They say that during a 90-minute encounter, the deputies brutally abused them, used stun guns on them, hurled racist slurs, and waterboarded them. Um, Mr. Jenkins said one of the deputies also put a gun in his mouth and fired it, leaving him with serious facial injuries. He was taken to the hospital only later, after the deputies refused to assist him, the lawsuit alleges. According to court documents, Mr. Jenkins has suffered permanent nerve damage as a result of the incident. So we thank the righteous judge for his adjudications in that matter. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning students at publicly funded Texas universities are now able to enroll in courses about witches, black magic, and the supernatural under the guise of women's studies. Texas Tech University offering women and gender studies course 4301 title Witches, Brooks's and Black Magic in a course listed June 12th on the Lubbock campus website. According to the course description, students will study beliefs and practices past and present associated with magic, witchcraft, spirituality, magical realism, and religion. The course curriculum will cover topics including ritual, symbolism, mythology, altered, altered states of consciousness, and healing. While witches and black magic are familiar topics to many people, Brooks's might not might not be as well known. A Brooks was a pre-Christian female witch figure from Portugal during the Middle Ages and is considered a type of vampire entity known for blood-sucking attacks on infants. Brooks's are said to assume the form of a duck, rat, goose, or other animal and can only prey on their victims in the middle of the night. Texas Tech, a public research university, received approximately $80 million from taxpayers in 2021 under a higher education funding bill signed by Governor Greg Abbott. A request for comment from Texas Tech was not returned by press time. This story will be updated if a response is received. University of North Texas, another state university, is offering students an anthropology course on magic, witchcraft, and religion. The course description lists two required textbooks for the course, one of which is Dharma and Ecology of Hindu Communities by whoever that is, Jan. While there are a number of course readings listed on the UNT website, only over only two had overly Christian references. 
a PBS video on a Christian theme park in Kentucky and another video on a Pentecostal congregation in West Virginia. The University of Texas is also offering a history of witchcraft course in which students will examine witch beliefs and witch prosecutions in Western Europe and colonial America, mainly between one, uh, one, 1100 and 1700, and looks at the role of religion in prosecuting witches during the age of the Reformation. The stated main purpose of the course, which falls under both women's and religious studies, is to explain the prosecution of more than 100,000 people, most of whom were women, for the crime of witchcraft in Europe and colonial America between 1450 and 1750. In addition to historical events, the course includes a number of satanic-oriented or curricula, including studies on worship of the devil, witchcraft and the law, and demonic possession and witchcraft. There you have it, saints. Amen. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications on these matters. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Marshall, it's time to pray, sir. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the opportunity to present these cases to you, requesting for adjudication in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord, that when we pray, you hear us and you answer our prayers. We want to thank you, Lord that you know all the details of each case that we were not able to present simply because we don't have that information. But since you're God and you know it all, you know everything, you know the hearts of men, women, boys, and girls everywhere, you're able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. So we want to thank you, Father for entrusting us with this responsibility to present these things to you and asking you, Lord, to bring forth your adjudications, your judgments, your intervention, and your resolution, answers and solution in every every situation according to the covenant in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that you're never without an answer. We thank you that you're never without a solution. We thank you that you intervene when intervention is required. We thank you, Lord, for working these matters out for us because men learn righteousness when your justice prevails in the earth. So we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. 
We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you. And Brother Bill, I need you to call Brother Marshall and see if everything's okay while I pray. Amen. We want to thank you, Lord, that now that we've entrusted these situations into your hand, you will do more than we expected. You will do that that we can't do. You will bring right out of a wicked situation. You will cause your word to triumph over every sin, every transgression, every iniquity that has been presented before you tonight. It's been a wide array from legal cases to witchcraft classes to the abuse and mistreatment of persons in Mississippi by law enforcement. We want to thank the Lord for his goodness, and we want to thank him for his grace and mercy. We want to thank you, Lord, that you know exactly what to do. We don't have to stumble over this. And we are honored that you would intervene in the situations in which we presented. Brother Marshall, are you there? Hmm. I don't know what happened, say, but he'll get it fixed, whatever it is. Amen. So, Father, having said that, we're going to let you work. We're going to trust you. We're going to trust you. And we give you praise, Father, that all will be well, that each of these cases that we brought before you including the rulings from the court, including the Mississippi case, including the witchcraft case, and all the other adjudications that we presented, Lord. We presented quite a few to you over the past few years, and you've received every one. And we can see the work that you are doing. We present also to you, Lord, this Bank of, of England situation with these gender-neutral terms and the forcing of the LGBTQIA plus language. We're lifting up to you, Lord, the Sweden situation with its prime minister and its desired entrance into NATO. We thank you, Lord, that you are in charge. Man thinks that he is, but they don't realize that you're actually in control. We thank you, Lord, for all of the changes that we see happening in our society because you are listening to our prayers, you are receiving our prayers, and you are acting according to your will and word. So we humble ourselves before you. We thank you for what has come, and we thank you for what is yet to come. In Jesus' name. Okay. I'll try one more time, Brother Marshall. That's the uh, I, that's the one I tried the first time. Let's see what happens. I can hear you. If you can hear me. Okay, I can hear you too. Okay, pray some more. Thank you, Jesus. You know, Lord, I thank you that you made me in your image. And yes, 
we're part of that clay. And uh, sometimes the clay has to use a restroom, and sometimes the restroom doesn't have a, a landline phone next to it, which I had called in on. I could hear what she was saying on the cell phone, but when she tried to call me on that, it was all garbled, and I couldn't hear anything hardly. So, Father, I, I thank you that, that you hear all of our prayers and our petitions, not because of anything we've done other than the fact that we repent and renounce all of our sins of presumption and foolishness, Father. And you heard in when Nehemiah in chapter 9 and Daniel in chapter 9, they repented for the sins of their ancestors and the sins of their countrymen, Father God. And we, we do repent, Father God, for every nation represented by Miracle in that Church, for the sins of our leaders, Father God, and those that are purported to be leaders who were maybe placed there, maybe not placed there in the way we expected, but placed there by alternative means, Father. We ask, Father God, for your intervention in every one of these areas, from the, those associated with the, the government, to those associated with the um, uh, various parts of the government, whether it be the Bank of England, whether it be the central bankers, whether it be the different corporations, whether it be the university, like in Texas, who was giving a, a green light to go ahead and, and uh, support the uh, looking into the witchcraft and how things were handled, Father God, from a totally secular point of view, which is not very wise, because Jesus Christ has made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. We all need to be redeemed. And witches can be redeemed. In the Old Testament, they couldn't be. So they don't not supposed to suffer a wish to live. But in the New Testament, there's hope for everyone. There's hope for the serial murderers and the rapists and even police officers that have done terrible things, which is why when Corrie ten Boom was met by a man who'd been a guard in the concentration camp where her sister was killed, and he accepted Jesus later in his life. And he came to her when she was speaking after the war was over. And I don't know if he got down on his knees or not, but he begged for her forgiveness and that she would forgive him. It took all the Holy Ghost in her to be able to forgive that man because she knew that the old man that he used to be did terrible, horrible, horrific things, Father. We know that you can change each and every one, Father. You can change the person that was sexually confused that wanted to have his sex changed. But, Father God, you don't make mistakes. <clears throat> when you when you make the pot, you know what kind of pot it's going to be. You know what it's supposed to be. So, Father God, we ask you to help those, Father, and help all of us to be able to change the way you want, not by our own cleverness, but by your Holy Ghost. We thank you for sending the Holy Ghost to change those that need to be changed, Father God, in Jesus' name. Because Jesus says, in his word in First John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And, and, and many times in Psalms, they talk about the sins of our youth. Well, sometimes when we're younger, we just do things presumptuously because quite often when we're younger, we're focused more on self rather than on the one who put us here. We sort of forget about that, forget about the, that we weren't always here. Even Job had to be reminded in the book of Job, where were you when I did all these things? And he was seriously humbled. He'd been fairly righteous in many ways. He didn't want to sin against God. He didn't want to curse God. But he was pretty sure he was right. And he thought maybe God could be wrong. But that's not a wise decision. 
So, Father God, we thank you for all these adjudications, for all these different items, different things that Pastor Sabrina has read through. I thank you for your mercy for me, extraordinary mercy, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, that he began a good work in each one of us has carried it on to completion. You're married to the backsliders. Those Christians, those people who call themselves Christians still, but they're not living like you would want just yet. Those that have yielded to the lust of the flesh, Father God, not that ice cream is bad by itself and not that having a sip of wine is bad by itself, but people that that do things that are pleasing in your sight, Father God, especially carrying grudges. That's a very dangerous, dangerous thing to do, Father God, because it says, judge nothing before the time. Well, how do we live then? (laughs) We live by your Spirit, Lord. Teach us all what it really means to walk in the Spirit. And Father, we ask for intervention and adjudication. We know you said repeatedly in your word, where is it here? Psalm 79. Help us, O God, of our salvation for the glory of thy name and deliver us and purge away our sins for thy name's sake. In Psalm 79, 9. For your name's sake. Well, what is that name? What does that mean, his name's sake? His name's written in blood. Written in the blood of the only creator God. That's the only reason any of us get forgiven. Because Jesus poured out his soul, his blood, for each and every one. And we thank you for that blood. And there's some people who profess to be Christians who sort of forget about the blood. As Pat Holiday reminded us and gave specific examples. And I was <clears throat> very challenged by some of those examples. I had to go do research online, which I didn't like to do at all. I found out she was absolutely right about some of them. And one of them was a man that a pastor of the church I was at thought was better than sliced bread. Father God. No matter how you cut it, it's only the way that God wants it really matters. And Jesus did shed his blood, because without the shedding of blood is no remission. So we plead the blood of Jesus over each and every month, all the witchcraft curses, sing against all those, including those in universities in Texas and elsewhere, and those in the different countries in Europe that are being involved in this gathering together of people for NATO to try and have this great and strong thing against this terrible, terrible country of Russia. What's so terrible about Russia? Oh, they look like they're the aggressor, but were they cajoled? Were they coaxed? Were they pushed? Were they pushed in that direction to do what they've been doing? Some people believe so. Were they just trying to defend their own, because actually Kiev was the beginning of Russia, but were they considered to be their own people? They look like Russians. They speak Russian. Are they actually part of the Russian Orthodox Church? Most of them at least used to be before it was outlawed in Ukraine. I think it was. Maybe I'm wrong. Father God, we ask you to help all those, including in Sweden and Turkey and every nation, Father God, in every region, every area in Jesus' name. Because the most high rule of the kingdom of men, give it to whomsoever he will. And you said, unto thee, O Lord, do we give thanks, and to, to thee do we give thanks, for that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. <clears throat> and that's what happens when we break bed together on our knees. And we cast all our cares on you, because we can't defend ourselves apart from you, Jesus. But with God, all things are possible. For you said, for promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west. It doesn't come It doesn't come from Russia. It doesn't come from, from Paris. It doesn't come from the east or the west nor from the south. It doesn't come from Saudi, Saudi Arabia. But God is the judge. He put it down one. He set it up another. <clears throat> so we ask you to put down those that need to be put down, Father God, whether it's a NATO whether it be in this nation, Father God, including those involved with pedophilia. 
those that are doing horrific things, those that are pushing the witchcraft agenda, Father God, those that are pushing the multiple sex agenda, Father God, and all of Satan's things to cause the children to be confused and to be led away from respecting their parents, Father God, to be led away into debauchery, to be led away into being groomed and prepared as they've been trained by their teachers in the public schools, in particular, even some of the universities, many of them probably, to be led away to do things that are unspeakable in your sight, Father God, in Jesus' name, to be led away to hedonism and lust of the flesh. We ask you to deliver those, Father God. Deliver those in, in the United Kingdom. Deliver those at the Bank of England. Deliver those in every establishment, every organization, Father God. And we know you're in the process of changing things. That which can be that which can be shaken will be shaken. But those things that cannot be shaken may remain. You're shaking a lot of things, especially in the second heavens. And the devil knows his time is extremely short. If we can see it, you, when you see these signs, you see the little fig tree blossoming, you know it's near, even at the doors. So, Father God, it's very, very, very close. We pray for those, Father God, multi multitudes, multitudes in the Valley of Decision. You save the souls that can be saved, even as Donald Trump's great aunts prayed in Scotland, Father God. For all those people that were serving the lust of the flesh on Saturday night, couldn't make it to any kind of a church meeting. But you poured forth your spirit then, and you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we thank you for the great deliverance, the great awakening that is coming. It has already begun. We thank you for what you've begun, Father God, in different places, Father God. We thank you for visiting those that were Hindus, Father God, and, and those that were, were Muslims, Father God, and those that you've spoken to, Father God. You woke them up. You got them. You got a hold of Bishop Kanko when he was serving the devil because he didn't know any better, Father God. And you went and you sent, you sent the Holy Ghost to change him. He went through, took a long time. He went through deliverance, Father God. And you used him, Father God, to tell the people in the body of Christ in this country, the United States, and many other areas that heard him speak, Father God, the real Bishop Kanko, what was needed, Father God. And he warned us about the Marine Spirits. He warned us about... Where did all these computers come from? Oh, the devil's very clever. We thank you, Father God, for helping us to realize that our battle's not against people. We don't hate Bill Gates just because he has something to do with computers or Steve Jobs or anyone else. But we hate the demons that use them, Father God, to draw the people away. Those people, Father God, many, many people, many, many people say, wasn't life simpler before we had all these computers and all this Internet stuff? But, Father God... You said all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and fit into his plans. You can even use the Internet, Father God. You can use Miracle Internet Church. You can use people like Sabrina Sessions and Bill Pringle and other saints, Father God, to change things on the earth. Why? Because you said thou shalt create a thing that shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways as joint heirs with Christ. We bind Satan. We bind everyone, every island, every mind-blinding spirit, every spirit of perversion, every spirit of mammon, every ungodly spirit, lust of flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, rebellion, every ungodly spirit of gluttony, every spirit trying to pervert the children, every spirit trying to harm the children, every nation, not just Ukraine, every nation. Yes, Ukraine was particularly bad at that. Every nation, not the people necessarily, but those in charge. Father God, we ask you to deliver those, all those children from those that are in charge that don't have their best interest, their best interest at heart, whether it be in the workplace, whether it be in any given nation, whether it be in any uh, non-governmental organization, whatever it is, Father God, every nation, those that are trying to change the laws to keep people um, from being able to get the truth out, Father God, trying to block people like uh Project Veritas used to get the truth out. Of course, he had to leave that organization because even those at the highest level of that organization had questionable motives, Father God. 
We're told we bind you, Satan. You bind every one of your unknowns. I bind every witchcraft curse. All returns, the curse return at least symbol has the demons. Due to those demons, they intend to do us at least symbol. Continue repetitions in Jesus' name because of the blood of God. Render unto our neighbors, symbol to their bosom, their reproach, wherever they reproach thee, O Lord. And we thank you for exposing what's going on, Father God. We thank you for all these things coming to light, Father God, in Jesus' name because of the blood of covenant. And we thank you, Father God. You tell us what to say to those people, those that gather themselves together at the Masonic Lodge and others, Father God, those that have the little Esquire written after their name that should not be in any government office like Congress. How many lawyers are in Congress? And how many of them start with just a a few dollars? And that's funny, on the salary, that modest salary, they seem to accumulate all kinds of money. Where does that come from? All those different things. But, Father God, you said in Jeremiah 10.10 and following, But the Lord is the true God, not the one at the Masonic Lodge. The Lord is the true God. He's the living God and an everlasting king. At his wrath the earth shall tremble, and the nations should not be able to abide his indignation. Thus shall you say to them, The gods, the little g, little gods that have not made the heavens and the earth, even they shall perish from the earth and from under these heavens. So, Father God, when, when, the, when the judgment came against Egypt, it was against their gods. And it manifested in what you did to Pharaoh and his army, Father God. You love every human being. You love Egyptians. You love people in every nation, Father God. You don't care about what they look like. You're no respecter of persons. You look at the heart, Father God. But Pharaoh thought he was a little god. And he was the most powerful man at the time. And some people think this little hand puppet person who's in the United States, this country used to be known as the most powerful nation, Father God, in so many areas, military and everything. But, of course, that's gone by the wayside with what happened in Afghanistan. As Pastor Sabrina's already paid, Father, deliver those that were left behind. Deliver those, Father God. Those people that actually accepted Jesus that were left there, Father God, whether they're natural Afghanis or whether they're the people that were left there by our supposed government. Do they, do they support the citizens of this country, or do they support the citizens of perhaps a different region, a different nation, whether it be CCP or something else? I don't know. We ask for your help in adjudication, Father God, in Jesus' name, and we thank you for doing so, Father, in Jesus' name, because you gave Jesus all power in heaven and earth in Jesus' name, and it is written, Father God, you said in Isaiah 9, beginning of verse 5, for every battle of the warriors with confused noise and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire, because Jesus provided himself a lamp for a burnt offering. He took the wrath of God in our place. That's the fire of God by the Holy Ghost. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. That means secret also. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Power of your cross, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you took the curses in our place. Thank you, Lord, for delivering us. We give you praise and honor and glory for what yeah, he began a good work and each one of us has carried it on to completion. Thank you for the privilege of drinking into one spirit with you, Lord. He's joined unto the Lord as one spirit. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise and honor and glory. You'll never leave us nor forsake us. You have plans for our peace and not for evil. We give you praise and honor and glory. And it is written, though we've done some terrible things in the past, it says in 1 Corinthians 6.11, and such were some of you. 
I know it's for, for me in many areas. But you are washed. Washed in what? Oh, the blood of the Lamb. But you are washed. You are sanctified. You are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Thank you for making us just as if we never sinned because of the blood of the covenant. We thank you, Lord, for carrying on to completion what you've begun in each one of us. We give you praise and honor and glory for carrying it on to completion, Father God, in Jesus' name. Because your arm's not too short to save. Save all the children. All those in harm's way, Father God, in Jesus' name, in every nation, including those with all the saber-rattling going on near Ukraine, Father God, including the business of trying to quick, quick bring in Sweden, because we want to have lots and lots of people. Father God, you know about the last days, and you know what's, what's brewing and what's going. You said, but we're not supposed to be afraid with all the wars and rumors of wars. Why? Because we belong to you. Why? Because we already died from crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. But Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You said, if we trust in you, we will not be ashamed. But unto you, therefore, this is in Second Timothy 1, 8 and following, but unto you, there, but be not therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, uh, Paul speaking, his prisoner. But be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us. You already done. You already saved us by your blood. You are crucified once for all. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to your own purpose and grace. That's why you hung on that tree, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Thank you, Jesus, for abolishing death and bringing life and immortality to life through the gospel, which is why we can overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. We don't love our natural lives as much as we love Jesus because we reckon ourselves dead to the old man. That's why when we were crucified with Christ some 2,000 years ago, before, yes, we were physically created, we were crucified with Christ. We died because you live outside of time and space. This is just some convenience for human beings to keep track of things, Father God, because our times are in your hands. If your mother and father forsake you, the Lord will take you up. Thank you for taking us up and underneath are the everlasting arms. And we thank you, Father God, for the power you give us in your name, Lord Jesus. That's why you sent Jesus in your name, Father. That's the name written in the blood of the only creator of God. Cast you up, cast you up, prepare the way. Take up the stumbling block out of the way of my people. We thank you for taking up the stumbling block out of the way of your people, Lord. In Jesus' name. And it is written in Deuteronomy 33, 27 and following. The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath of the everlasting arms. He shall thrust out the enemy from before thee, and shall say, Destroy, destroy those demons. Israel then shall dwell in safety alone. The fountain of Jacob, the eye of Jacob, shall be upon a land of corn and wine. Also his heaven shall drop down dew. Happy art thou, O Israel, who is like unto thee, O people, saved by the Lord. The shield of thy help, who is thy, who is thy sword, and of thy excellency. And thine enemies shall be found liars unto thee, and thou shalt tread upon their high places. Father, we ask you to send your beating angels 
to help the saints and inspire us by your spirit, Father God, down their altars, Father God, and break down all their altars and those things that they use to gain power from the dark side, Father God. Those that are worshiping the devil with all their heart, trying to bring witchcraft into the colleges. Those that are sacrificing children, literally sacrificing children. All those children are being whisked across the southern border with unaccompanied minors. We ask you to save the children, Father God, and not just the people and the children of this nation, not just Ukraine, every nation, including Israel, Father God. We do pray for the peace of Israel, Father God. It's a small nation, Father God, very important nation, Father God, and they apparently have an even higher per capita abortion rate than this country, which is pretty horrific. But apparently this nation doesn't rank second to anyone as far as pedophilia goes. So, Father, forgive us. Forgive us and forgive our land and heal our land. You said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. Father God, we thank you for the many, many people in every nation humbling themselves and praying to you, Lord. Many, many, many people have prayed and fasted, Father God. Many, many people Father God, in every nation, and I'm sure many people in Europe are with all the sober, saber-rattling going on over there, and the many people, Father God, even what's going on with, with uh, China snubbing the uh, uh, person trying to come over from, from the European Union to China, Father God, because they don't need to listen to Biden. They don't need to listen to anybody from the EU. They've already got their agenda, Father God. Father God, we ask you to deliver us from all ungodly agendas, Father God. Those people that are hungry for power, those people that are physically hungry, Father God, that want to take over other nations, Father God. We ask you to deliver us from every plan and while and scheme of the enemy. And we thank you for doing so as we humble ourselves in your sight. And we thank you, Father God, for delivering us all. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. We're all whosoever, and we call upon your name. You said, and call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. In Psalm 5015. So we take the cup of salvation, we call upon your name, and you see that blood. You said, When I see the blood upon the houses where you are, the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. That's our confidence. That's the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. It says, Father, forgive them. Marshall and all the rest of them, they didn't know what they were doing. We thank you for hearing that prayer that's recorded. And in, in toward the latter part of the Gospel of Luke. And we thank you for your gracious words, Lord Jesus, your sweet words. Your mouth is most sweet. You're altogether lovely. Thank you, Father, for sending your Son to pay the price none of us could pay. For Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. What is written, cursed is everyone. <laughs>